hello and welcome back to the Fishcast. It's been a little while since our last episode, but we are back from doing life stuff, ready to give you the fish scoop. My name is Ray. Uh, my name's Christian. I almost forgot we had a podcast. We have a podcast. I think this is our longest hiatus. This is even longer than our like mid-between season hiatus. This is We just kind of forgot that we had a podcast. We fell off the face of the earth, but uh, we're back. There has been a lot of big Fishman's news recently that we'll get into, but before that, uh, Chris, do you want to tell the listeners what you're currently wearing on your chest? Currently? Well, I mean, it's not just my chest. Your, your back, your I'm, arms. I'm wearing a t-shirt, and that, that t-shirt <laughs> uh, is Fishman's merch. It is the coveted I'm Fish shirt. The uh, I have I'm the fish dark shirt. gray one. Um, a coworker got it for me from some third party service in Japan that sends, you know, Japanese merch, domestic merch over to the United States. He knew I liked Fishman's and well, he got me this shirt. It's and kind of incredible. Kind of. I Famously worn by members of the band. On this concert. Um, and then below the oh. speech bubble reading, I'm fish, can you tell us what it says? Fishing is much more than fish. It is the great occasion. <laughs> it's hard to read. It's a little dark in here. It's, it is the great occasion when we may return to the fine simplicity of our forefathers. Returning to the fine simplicity of our forefathers sounds a little like a, like a little return to monkey kind of vibes from sounds a, there. It sounds a little return to sea. A little return to river, return to sea. I'm sensing some tropes, maybe also, some... Also, um, there's also like a couple little icons here. You got a little fishing hook. Fishing? A little fishing hook. And if any of you are familiar with the German kraut rock band Noi, <laughs> they also have something that says oh, yeah, Noi just on the Noi, it. yeah. And also a floppy disk and some other things that I'm not going to read. Chris, what's I forget the name. It's I'm totally blanking. What's the the strain of anarchism that they want to like return to monkey? Anarcho-primitivism. Anarcho-primitivism. Do you think that the sentiment being kind of echoed by Fishman's on this T-shirt is an anarcho-primitivist sentiment? Um, I cannot speak as I'm not one, but I will say that I'm 100% certain they're just being a little cheeky. All right. Well, if we ever interview the band, I'll walk in wearing that green and black flag. Modigui will be like, oh, And Modigui hey. will be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's my flag. All right. So like I said, there's been a lot of big Fishman's news recently, but really only if you live in Japan, because that is where the movie rollout is currently happening. So the Fishman's movie, or movie colon Fishman's, as Google Translate describes it, <laughs> is coming out in, I think, just like a little over a week in Japan, like early July at this point. I'm not sure when this episode of our show will come out. Maybe by then the movie will have already been released in Japan. If that's the case, tell me how it is. If that's the case, tell us how it is. We're so excited. Um, I still haven't seen anything about like a Western release, so I'm not sure when we're going to get it. Obviously, like once it goes online on streaming in Japan, we'll get it over here. But hopefully before that, there's like a bootleg or something. I Forgive me for my lack of information yes. here, but like my, my memory is telling me that a friend of mine in the Fishman's Discord server yes. uh, got in contact with someone in the film and she asked them about like showing the film in Costa Rica. Yeah. But like I don't I mean. Oh and did she get like a positive response? I forget. I just remember yeah. that being a thing. I remember like we'll her see. getting in contact with them. But, like, I'm gonna make the prediction based on that and just like my knowledge of movies that like we will, us two and you the listener if you have an internet connection, which you do because you're listening to us, you will be seeing this Fishman's film. You'll be seeing this film by October. That's what. That's my guess. That's what I'm going to say. I think that's reasonable, right? Like the latest, right? Like the latest. The latest by the end of the year, October, for sure, it's yeah. going to be somewhere. So I'm really excited. Um, but to like to kind of coincide with the release of the movie, there's a lot of other merch and just Fishman's stuff that seems to be coming out of Japan. Right now, their Twitter is like super active. So one of these things was a reissue of Shinji Sato's poetry book, which we had heard about from our friend Jake One Shops on the yeah, show. Which is something that I really want to get. I really want. I think it's only in Japanese in the book, but it also comes with like illustrations and photos. Obviously, um, it's really just like a lyric book, or of Fishman's lyrics for the band. So I don't think there's any like poetry that he wrote in there that's outside of Fishman's, but still really cool that they're like viewing his lyrical work as poetry and treating it as like serious enough to get a book. I kind of wish more bands released like lyric books and stuff like that. We should do that. 
We should, yeah, no. Yeah, anyway. Um, so there's that. There's also a brand new sort of crop of I'm Fish t-shirts that just went on sale, like the one that Chris is wearing right now, different colors and stuff. Um, these are only available if you live in Japan, so if you want to order one, you have to order one through, like, a third party, get it delivered somehow. And they are all out of sale or out of out of stock, as, as far as I know, from looking, like, just yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry, but I, I think there maybe was, like, a pink one in, like, an extra small size that was still available, but that's it. As you may know, I probably could not fit an extra small size. I'm surprised this extra large fit me because Japanese people are generally of smaller frame. But <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're a big enough Fishman's fan, any I'm Fish shirt could fit you if you put in the effort. You just gotta make it work. Contort your body. Contort your body, yeah. So those are really the new things that are on sale. You know, there's just like a heightened awareness, lots of more tweets about people like seeing the film, positive responses, lots more screenings. So it just seems to be going on in Japan right now. I kind of wish I was there to have all the hype. But um, the main thing that happened recently was the release of this new-ish live album from 1996, 2nd March 1996 at Shinjuku Liquid Room. And that wow. is what we're going to talk about today. Wow. In case you haven't already guessed, um, by the indication given in the title and the description, that is what we're talking about. Wow. But not quite yet. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, before that, the weirdest little bit of news that I stumbled across, you got to be ready for this. Are you mentally prepared? I'm ready for anything. Okay. So um, I, f- I found this on the Fishman's Discord server, but there is a ramen shop in Shinsaibashi, Osaka. I believe it might be at like a train station or somewhere around there. And this is like a main street in Osaka, like a pretty bustling spot. It's not out in the middle of nowhere. And this ramen shop opened in 2017. And the name of the shop is Ikareta Noodle Fish Tons. So that's Ikareta, like Ikareta baby, noodle, oh, yeah. and then fish tons, like a, like a ton of fish. And um, this information comes from a random tweet which caught the attention of the Fishman's Discord server. According to the tweet, the shop's name is a direct reference to the band Fishman's and their song Ikareta Baby. Um, the tweet in question stated that the background music in the store was lightly lined with deliciousness that could not be defeated by the Fishman's concept. That's obviously translated, but that seems to be just a tweet from like a person living in Japan who visited the store and was into their Fishman's theme. Was do we know if like the decor around the store was all, or the, the shop was also I got I got more for you they touched my shoulder and to you know so I didn't really believe this right I thought like well you know like fish tons it's a ramen shop like they might have fish like I don't know if this yeah, is yeah and really... also like but to be fair like I know ikarate is just a word mm-hmm. but I mean I saw the logo of the store as well it just said fish tons not in like a fishman's font okay. not in anything resembling fishman so I did some more snooping right I found the ramen okay. shop's Instagram which is just at fish tons if you want to check it out and see for yourself and I started just translating a bunch of their posts to find like any references to fishman's or see if they mentioned like we're a fishman's themed ramen shop But I didn't even have to do that because after scrolling down far enough, I found a post from last March in 2020, which was literally just the the picture of the band from the Ikaretsa Baby photo shoot. So, like, I'm on this Instagram, and every post is just a photo of, like, ramen or, like, a photo of meat or something. And all these posts were just like, hey, guys, like, we're closing early today, so you can't come in. But then I scroll down, and there's just this photo of Fishman's, like, a very famous photo. And I was like, holy shit, like, they're just, they're doing this. And when you translated the caption of that one, it said that the shop was having a special menu item that day, which was March 15th, called Sado Tsukemen in commemoration of Shinji's death. They were just like, you can come in today and get our special like Sado dish. So it's a Fishman's restaurant. I like how we get all this just from one post. And like, I imagine you're (laughs) completely correct. Not one post, Chris. There was another post. They're still not done. You you made it sound as if like that was the <laughs> no, information. No, we're okay. going deeper. Another post from February of 2020 featured that picture of the band, I believe in the early 90s, in their ska outfits. You know, where they're like kind of like an overhead shot. They're all wearing their hats. They look I really think I goofy. Know you know that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Just that picture. This time, the caption had nothing to do with Fishman's. It was just another like update on the store's hours. Okay, well, that's how you know. That's how you know. Yeah, they're not just commemorating like a favorite of like a. Their guys like, today. hey, I gotta update the people on when we're closing. What photo should I upload to Instagram to do this? Ah, uh, yes. Just, like, Scamans. Scamans. So it's incredible. I okay. want to go to Fish Tons Ramen Ikaretsa Noodle Fish Tons with you. Is that the last post regarding Fishman? That is the. Oh wait. 
No, not yet. There's one more. Okay. Um, but- I scrolled down to the very end because I wanted to see like when they opened what the whole deal was. But on March 6, 2019, Fish Tons Ramen posted a message on Instagram reading, 315 is the day in the life of Fishman singer Shinji Sato. Our name was taken from my favorite Fishman's title. Well, I would be happy if a lot of Fishman's fans came in. If you come wearing an I'm Fish t-shirt, you will be happy. Oh, well, <laughs> I, you have have, an I have an I'm Fish shirt. Although, to be fair, if we ever made it to Japan, it, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to get an I'm Fish shirt as well. That's so. true. But I already have one. But it's so vague. Like, if you come in wearing an I'm Fish shirt, you will be happy. Like, what does that mean? And also, I should say that it didn't say the word happy. It just said you will be, and then a smiley face emoji. So, like, oh. will they give you free food? Will they just, I'm sure like, it's, like, a translation issue where, like, it's, yeah. like, some grammatical thing yeah. that doesn't translate well. However, I imagine you walk right in and you are immediately greeted with a boost of serotonin. Damn. I just, I wonder, like, they must play Fishman's in there, right? They have to. They have to. What else are they going to play? Bonobos? <laughs> nah. No. Nah. Well, that's, that's great. Well, you know who's going to Japan later this year? Who? Probably Akira. Oh, our friend Akira. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've ever mentioned them on the on the. Uh, I have cast. a really cool friend. Um, maybe we can tell them to go to Fish, Fish Tons Ramen, and then we can bring them on the show, and they can report back what they found. That will be very important information. And maybe <laughs> if they take a detour to South Korea. Oh. You know. What's going on in South Korea, Chris? <laughs> the worst Korea. Um, well, there is a cafe slash music venue. By the name of Kuchu Camp. Kuchu Camp is in Kuchu Camp, Kuchu Camp? No, another Kuchu <laughs> Camp. You know, all the Kuchu Camps out there. <laughs> this is strange because, like, my limited knowledge of the Korean alphabet would read this as, like, Konchu Camp? Yeah. Konchu? Yeah. I don't know. Point is, um, their logo is the album cover. Like, it's just, like, their figures, you know, how they're, like, floating in the air. It's an, it's like, it's an iconic cover, yeah. It's an iconic cover. Um, it, it seems to be a fishman's themes like cafe slash like huh. music venue. In South Korea. In South Korea. And they ha- I think they serve food as well. It, a lot of the website, um, if you go to kuchucamp.net, it's just like a picture of somebody wearing a shirt with a fish on it. If you want to go onto kuchucamp.net. I do want to go. Just kuchucamp.net, you say? I think it's like kuchu-camp.net. Kuchu-camp.net. See if this, this if see if this is. Oh, it says it's not secure. Um. Oh, there it is. Yeah, and if you click on the picture, it'll take you to the website. Yeah, they have shirts with the, yeah the three Fishman's members just hanging out in the air. Yeah, it says "Are you fish?" Yeah. It, it also is, says "Rip Shinji Sato." Yeah. Yeah. No. It like this is a little more like clear cut. Yeah. Like, just thing walking in the rhythm. We dub fish. You don't even have to go digging. This is very clearly a Fishman's thing. I follow them on Twitter. Wow. And. I don't know why. I mean, I'm, I don't Cafe think I'll ever... Cafe menu. What do they have? This I, mean, I should... I can't, I can't read. Oh, it translates. Well, it, it, just the alcohol. Soft drink side. They have sliced peaches and mixed nuts as a side dish. You can get um, French fries and jerked beef. <laughs> jerked beef. Um, chorizo. <laughs> chorizo? Oh, they have chorizo? That's incredible. It says for their Wi-Fi. It says their Wi-Fi name is Kuchu Camp, and then in the password section, it doesn't say. <laughs> you can get you a membership. Um... This looks really nice. They got hot chocolate. They yeah. have citron slushies. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, I think it's like the second floor of this building. Wild. Some building in like Seoul. That's just so cool. That's crazy. This At least so in cool. Japan, it makes sense. But like the fact that it's like in South Korea is pretty cool. And there's a section for souvenirs as well. I think, yeah, they have t-shirts with like art of the band and stuff. They have Hicksville buttons you can buy. Polaris buttons. These guys are like the biggest Fishman's fans in the world. I know, I'm kind of jealous. Can you buy those things like online? I mean, I'm not going to check right now. I would assume you can't, but I mean, we're going to try after this episode. Well, That's yeah. incredible. So I just wanted to update Ray on that. So I. So we need to go on a double, double like a uh, destination trip. We need we go to, to go. Fish Tons. I feel like Fish Tons is, from what I could see, like the, they had pictures of the inside of their place. It's just a normal shop. And there were videos on YouTube too. And like, it seems like it's just their name that's inspired by Fishman's. Yeah. And this nothing is, more. But this, this is place like is like... Fishman's. You go Fishman's. there because you are a Fishman's fan. Yeah. You that's can so go cool. to... Especially in South Korea. I mean, I guess it's close enough, but I mean, I don't really remember Fishman's playing any shows 
in South Korea. Did, I don't know how many shows they played outside of Japan anyway. Yeah, I just wonder if all that popularity was like recent or if that was a thing back Could in the be day. recent, but I mean, we should open up our own Fishman's themed cafe slash music venue slash eatery. Wild. Yeah, let's do it. What would you call it? Because Ikarat is already taken, Kuchu Camp is taken. Oh. What would you serve? Seafood restaurant. Seafood restaurant? <laughs> yeah, okay. And your logo can just be that floating fork from the Magic Love single cover. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Anyway, now with that out of the way. That's uh, crazy. Very important. I, we need to go to both of these places before they inevitably close down. Yeah, I mean, we missed going to the Akasaka Blitz before they demolished it. Like, they already did that, right? I don't know if they demolished it, but like I know it is closed down for yeah. sure. And that is a shame. We could always go to the spot in which it previously resided and sort of mourn its building and spirit. But these places are very much active. I imagine this Fishtones place is very busy. Yeah, from what I could see online, it was actually like ranked as like one of the best ramen shops in Osaka. And like, there were just like ramen people who were like, yeah, you gotta go to Fish Shuns. I wonder how many of them even know about. Probably not. I, well, feel like... I, mean, I feel like there are a lot of restaurants and stuff over here that are named after like certain songs or like Maybe. bands. Yeah, and, and like, like, we don't really care, you know. But I guess this, I mean, we know Ikaretsu Baby is like a pretty decently big song. So I'm sure plenty of them are like, oh, I get it. It's that one song. That, that one, one song, yeah. Huh. Maybe. If they're old enough, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about this Kuchu Camp Cafe. I don't know how, how they're doing business-wise. Maybe or... in, like, the third season of the Fish Cast, we'll just become, like, a culinary podcast. We can just review the food of at these places. Fishman's. Yeah, Just these two places, unless we find more. Which oh, God. Would be great. Um, um, yeah. Wild. So I, I just thought that was some crazy news, um, and I didn't know how many people are even, like, aware of this, but I thought it was wild. Um, in even more unexpected news, or maybe not, we have an additional person, a, a musician, in fact, a very famous musician, joining the Fishman's extended universe, extended family. Do you remember? I forget, actually, who was it? It's Tyler, the creator. Oh, oh my god, this <laughs> blew my mind. And I, even, I blew my mind so much, I had to tell my coworkers about it. Uh, well, I mean, the one person that bought me this shirt. Um, it's not a direct Fishman's connection, but it's... It's Close like a enough. one degree of separation, Fishman's Connection. So we've it's probably the sample that we've talked about the most on the show, but um, that Jimmy Smith sample in the Hachigatsu version of Just Thing, that uh, 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 that was also sampled famously by Eric Andre or Blarf in his um, like Plunderphonics weird I forget what the name album of the album was. was called, Cease like, and Desist, yeah. Cease and Desist, yeah. But, um, and we, we were always trying to figure out for the longest time on the show whether... Um, Eric Andre was sampling Fishman's directly, or if they were both sampling someone else, and we're pretty sure they're it, both just They're sampling both sampling someone Jimmy else, Smith, but yeah. now it's not just both. It is three people, very different from each other, sampling the same song that I've never heard of before. I've never even, it's a cover of a Barry White song yeah. that I've never heard of, and I've never heard of Jimmy Smith. Okay, so wow. why they're all three covers? Well, no, Go so, so I, was, I, was, I was listening to this new Tyler album the day it came out, just driving around, and it got to this point, and like this sample is lodged in my brain because I listen to Hachigatsu so much. And I hear it with Dama Genesis like rapping over it, and it just comes in. That's Genesis, right? I I don't know. I was just asking. I, I didn't. Dama Genesis, the yeah. guy from On Future, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Anyway, but he's he's rapping over it, and I'm just like, holy shit! Oh my god! So I'm just on a road driving. I pull off the road. I go to a parking lot and I park. And I text Chris. I just they say, do. They do. Text I just me. say he sampled it. Ah, ah. And to be fair, I did not really. <laughs> they just sent me the song and said they sampled it, or he sampled it. And I was like, because like what? And I'm like, listen to it. And I was like, okay, maybe it's like a like a reference to like a funny video or movie we've seen, or no. maybe another artist. No. no. And I was like, well, I just got to be paying close attention for the sample. I didn't need to be play, paying close attention because it just comes right in. It's like the main sample in the song. Like yeah, it is oh, the it beat. goes on for like most of the song. So the yeah. song is called Manifesto. I don't think I said that on the new Tyler, the Creator album. Good uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. Really good song. But yeah. um, here's my theory, right? So what? like Tyler got this sample from the Eric Andre album because like Tyler has been on Eric Andre's show. They seem to know each other. They run in those same like adult swim kind of circles. They probably like, Tyler probably listened to that Blarf thing and he was like, this is a cool sample. And that's like, that's how the Blarf album begins. That's like the very first yeah. thing you hear. So I think that's like the most prominent sample on that album. So Tyler didn't get it from Fishman's, but I feel like there's still a chance that like Eric Andre got it from Fishman's and not from, I d you know what I mean? That's what makes it weird. If it was like any other song, maybe not any other, any other song, but it, there's plenty of songs that all three of these artists could have sampled that would 
make like we wouldn't be losing our minds over because okay they could all find those independently yeah but it's figuring out whether or not Eric Andre and or Tyler the creator are aware of that Fishman sample yeah. and Eric Andre is more likely but it's just wondering how did all three of these very prominent artists sample the same kind of obscure song and all sample it in the exact same way yeah just the same vocal else. loop and just over and over again yeah that's what's so odd to me yeah and I guess that is like the most distinctive part of the song. I don't know if you've listened yeah. to the whole song. No, I have. Like, yeah. Um, and apparently, um, my coworker who bought me this shirt, who I told all about this, he said that the song was also sampled by two other artists, and I'll have to check to see which ones. But if there are any artists that I know, and like five artists that I listen to sample this one song, then clearly. Wild. Yeah. Well, now we can do a fuck Mary kill with um, Fishman's Tyler the Creator and Eric Andre. Okay. Uh, I am gonna. Mary Fishman. This is a Fishman's podcast. That's very reasonable. <laughs> I wasn't just why. I would say that in any <laughs> other circumstance, I will copulate with Tyler, Tyler the right? Yeah, 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 and Tyler, I'll kill yeah. Eric Andre. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, no, I'm I sorry. mean, Eric, Eric's funny guy. If you're, if you're listening to me, Eric Andre, then I'm sorry. Tyler, yeah. I wouldn't no. actually kill you. Kind of hot. All right, Um. so that was just really cool. Really great sample. It lends that track like a nice, like psychedelic. Okay, this isn't a Tyler the Creator. Vibe. All right, anyway, really good album. Tyler Creator is great. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard. All it's right, so let's get into this new Fishman's live album, second March, nineteen ninety six, at Shinjuku Liquid Room. Well, it's not new. It's not new. We said this on our last episode, but um, this was previously released in two thousand five as like a video slash DVD concert, which I have watched before. Really well shot, really fun. Um, but it was just never released as like a physical album or like a CD until now. Um, so it is available to buy on disc. I don't know if it's on vinyl. It's certainly on CD if you live in Japan, so you might be able to get um, a copy of that over here. It's not on streaming services, though, not on Apple Music or Spotify. There are three singles from it. Three singles and that released, but none um, of them are... They're all really good. They're I was going to really say something. I was going to say like some crap. But, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the release of the singles is puzzling because um, do they have plans to release the whole album? Like, why would they release the singles? That's what's weird. And I think especially to Western audiences, if we can't order the CD, that's why I think it's. That's why I was kind of upset because they released the singles before the release of the album. So I was like, okay, well, it's going to be on streaming once the album comes yeah, out. Yeah, and it wasn't. And it wasn't. So why did we get the singles? I don't know. Maybe they'll just release it later. Like, the digital release doesn't coincide with the physical release. Maybe, and know. that's possible, but we'll uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Anyway, but I was hype from when these singles came out on Spotify because I've only watched, like, the DVD video version of this concert once, like, last year during COVID when I was just really bored. And, you know, in contrast, um, I knew there would be new mastering for this new release. I don't know how drastic it would be. Zach. But I mean, yeah. the stuff on Spotify sounded crisp. I was excited. I was listening to it on better headphones too, so that might account for it. But um, that's why I was kind of really hyped to hear this in just like an album format and then unpaired from the visuals, of course. Because like watching something, it's always going to be engaging. But just listening to it. I will admit. Maybe I not. Will be, I will be real with you. As they say, I was only able... I'm, I'm sure it's on the Mega. Is it on the Mega? It's on the Mega. So I didn't listen to it on the Mega. I listened to it on YouTube. Okay. Did Fishman's upload it or somebody else? No, this was uploaded three years ago. It's oh, you video. mean as the video. So I have not listened to the new master. Okay, I can okay. imagine it sounds cleaner, but I can't imagine... This, like, I don't know how, if Zach did anything else other than make it sound better. So from what I gathered from my memory, like the bass might have been a little higher and like the drums went like hard but i don't know because I, I feel like maybe in the video there was like some slight like live sounds but i don't really know That's i have the thing. to go back and so, check uh, if you're coming to this episode expecting like like a comparison between the original and this new master i don't, we have don't know yeah. because i listened to the old version <laughs> and, and i listened to the new version <laughs> and ray i mean even if i had listened to the new version i would have to listen to them both like back to back and and also we've talked slightly between us about our thoughts and it seems like we kind of agree about how, how we feel. So but we need the to master delve didn't, really into you know. Yeah. But either way, if you are an audiophile type person... Let us know what the difference is. Let us know what the difference is. I mean, it's definitely positive. I saw some people on Rate Your Music really complimenting the remaster. Somebody said, this is the greatest like live remaster of the 21st century. Which and I, was just I like, guess, is, okay, a I I guess, guess. is a claim. <laughs> like, okay, I'll let you have it. Like, I don't listen to much remasters. Yeah, I don't I even like know how I would judge that. Yeah. Anyway, how do you feel about the album cover? 
Um, weirdly enough, the video that you're mentioning on YouTube of the live concert was uploaded three years ago by just some YouTube user who I think is also active in radio music. And they chose that same shot of Shinji doing the L as the thumbnail of the video way back when. And now that, that shot of Shinji is the cover of the album. Oh, that's right. They so did. I wonder if that was just a circumstance, like a random thing, or if, um, you know, like Fishman saw that thumbnail on YouTube and they thought, hey, let's make that our album cover. And also they decided not to take the video down. Uh, also because they are not the... Uh label but i think that's fine i do you you have to wonder was that always the thumbnail though or did they just change it no that was always the thumbnail are you sure yeah oh well then never mind yeah so that's interesting that'd be funny if like that picture was thought of to be the thumbnail and the album cover like independently maybe yeah that'd well because be- it's probably like the most memorable shot from that whole yeah thing. but there's also i i guess yeah, because it's like Shinji at the forefront. Yeah, it's incredible. There's a lot of good shots in the videos. I know we're not talking about the video, but the video is really I good. love this cover, Chris. It's um, so good. Shinji, he's giving you the L. And You're I will gladly take this L. This is the only L I'll ever take. Shinji is wearing his Ushanka hat, I believe, is what it is called, that uh, Russian like hat. That. Yeah, yeah, Something like It's some type of Ushanka I like hat. the color scheme, too. Like the yellow? That yellow. It's unique because no other Fishman's album cover really has like that color scheme, so yeah. it kind of stands out. Cover-wise. I like the font too. It's a goofy looking. Correct font. me if I'm wrong. Well, you don't have to correct me because I'll just look at it now. Does it kind of have the same like texturing pattern as Uchi Nippon Setagaya? Oh, you know what? Like the like the dots. Yeah, oh, it's it's kind of a little bit. It's a little slight. I just it's a I, slight. I but no, I really like the cover. Um, it's a very good cover. And the Fishman's font, like yeah, right, like it might be one of my favorite Fishman's covers. I wonder if um, because we're talking about the thumbnail. Yeah. I wonder if yeah they saw the thumbnail and they literally just screenshotted the thumbnail and like that was the cover. <laughs> <laughs> they even no, use it it's too high quality. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. They, I don't know. They put that like that, put that on green top. on there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, I love the cover. So beautiful. It's great. So all of this just meant that I was really excited to listen to this album. And I think too, like um, my question going into the album was like, you know, I don't necessarily think that live albums are like essential experiences. And up to this point, every Fishman's live album occupied like a different lane in my brain, like um, O Mountain was like the dubby like electric live album and 96 long season was like the super energetic like rock and funky live album mm-hmm. hachigatsu was like the chilled out spacey live album and then 98 obviously is like the grandiose like sad operatic live album so i was like where is this gonna slot in like is, my question was like is this live album gonna define itself like is it gonna have a unique identity that makes me come back to it or will i just be like that was a cool two hours of vision well maybe this will make a lot of sense I think it occupies the same space as 96 Long Season. Guess yes. what? I wonder why. <laughs> Could it be they were they performed in the same year? Yes. We agree, Chris. Except <laughs> this does not feature uh, a certain track. Long Season, which is, we'll talk about that, but I feel like it's yeah. both good and bad. I mean, I guess we can talk about it right now. Um, I, don't think it's necessarily a, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing, but I don't think it's a bad this thing. This is the either. longest Fishman's Live album in terms of track listing true because um there's 18 tracks i believe and it really shows you like the absence of long season in a live set kind of enables the band to play a lot more and a lot well like, obviously a wider they have an range extra 40 of minutes yeah so um I, did you enjoy that yeah oh here's a, never throughout listening to the live album did i think wow this is missing long season. Yeah, Because I feel neither. like all of the songs like are still really good. And the and energy like, is totally different than long season. Well, I mean, yeah, but I think it's mostly just the fact that like long season already exists in other live forms anyway. Yeah. So it's not like a huge loss. It's just sort of like, well, I mean, they're not always going to perform long season, which is kind of sad. They should have always performed it. But I don't know. I, I think the added... I, I think... It was helped by the fact that there were songs that I've never heard live before being played on this. Album. Yeah, that's true. It has so some like, really deep cuts. Yeah. Um, all right, so there are 18 tracks, and a lot of these tracks are songs where we've already talked about, like the studio version and probably even one live version. So we're not going to do a track-by-track track of this thing. It's just we don't have anything interesting to say about these songs at this point. Like live Thank You, they kind of just play that song. You keep song. bringing that up. They even told me, like, yeah, we're not going to talk about live thank you. Like, they keep ragging on thank what you. What are we going to say about live thank you? This was a good performance of thank you. It was you. a good performance of thank you. Um, so True. what we're going to do instead is, out of the 18 tracks, we Give each our top five. independently selected our five.
five favorite tracks or the five tracks. These are independent, by the way. I feel like there might be some overlap just because like there are some bangers on this album that are like universal bangers. Universal bangers, like from universal music groups. So instead, we're just going to each go down our top five and hopefully get some coverage Can of I the album just that way. Yes. That it is. This isn't part of my top five, but Shinji frantically thanking Polydor over and over again in the middle of the album was like the best thing ever this this live album definitely does have the most just unedited like banter with the and audience and that's what i wanted to out bring of any like literally album, yeah. this is so fun to like watch and listen to shinji just like screaming everybody it like they're having the most fun i've ever seen them have on oh stage. yeah yeah the video is incredible like it's a t- if you can watch the video i really recommend it like it has a very different energy from 98 98 feels so solemn like yeah. they're kicking ass up there but they're kind of just standing and they like barely talk to the audience and when they do it's sad yeah but here like yeah Shinji's she's just, like, like yelling, yelling at the, and like someone asks him a question and yeah. you're like i don't know i don't know what he's saying yeah it's just a lot of it like uh you're um, liquid room too i think is like a slightly smaller venue than the oh Blitz. yeah so, so like even the the way it's filmed just feels like everybody's in like a little auditorium together just like yeah. vibing you said that when you first listened to it too yeah yeah something about an auditorium um i guess this is in your top five so we can mention you can, it you then. can start first yeah i was just gonna say how he introduces some of the tracks Including Wasura Chari Totoki. Oh, yeah. He just, like, yells them, and you can barely understand what he's saying. Um, okay, I guess I am starting. What is your we number are. five? So I had to think about this one for a second. I was, when I was on the couch finishing up this album, I was like, what, what would be my fifth song? So I decided this isn't concrete. I may change my mind, but for today, my number five is Kansha Odoroki. Nice, nice. This is a very, like, I don't know. I don't know if it quite beats the studio version for me, but it is very fun. It is very fun energetic. Song. It is just a, it's just a fun song anyway. And Chris so. is a noted Kancha Odoroki appreciator. That's true. So it, I've heard it live before, but, like, I th- it was on O Mountain. Was there another live performance of it on the I main live albums? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, it I was think not, it's no. just that in here, yeah. So, yeah, the O Mountain version, I was kind of, you know, not let down, but it was a little underwhelming compared to yeah, the studio. Yeah. I think this one almost matched the energy of the yeah. studio version. I really appreciate it. That is a cool thing about this 96 set is that, um, well, was Long, Long Season came out in late 96, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, so Long Season wasn't even out at this point. So they were just hot off the release or around the release of Kuchu Camp at this point. So you get a lot of Orange tracks in this set list. Yeah. And I think that's what was really cool for me is just, um, you know, Orange kind of maybe gets a little forgotten about later on in some of these live albums. Yeah. But, but like, here there's like a, it's like not the newest album at that point, but they were still like, they had that stuff in the rotation. Like Kibun and Wasurich Like Kibun and Wasurich out and Kancha Odoroki. And Kancha Odoroki, yeah. So, so yeah. that's really cool. cool. I mean, not... I really like Orange, but I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not raving about it all day, but it's great to see it get some representation. Yeah. Hey, um, number five, buddy. My number five is their performance of Slow Days. Well, uh-huh. you're going to talk about it a little bit. You have this later on. So yeah. weirdly enough, I think Slow Days, just as a general track, studio track and live track, is growing on me a lot after our music video episode where we broke down that really psychedelic, like, Sisyphean nightmare fuel video oh yeah like where they're playing at like 3 a.m and they're all sweaty that was a wild video so i think like something about that video just like awakened an appreciation for this track in my brain and this performance doesn't really like reinvent the track too much it's a little longer than the studio version and there's some crazier guitar stuff yeah but overall it's just it's like sounds totally close to the studio version like the energy is just like Enhanced because it's live. They're playing it so good. I feel like it might it might work a little bit better in this funky context on this album, where everything is kind of like funk rock, as opposed to Coochie Camp, where it feels like a little like bit of a black sheep. Yeah, it just makes more, so it just makes more sense in this album for some reason, and because they don't really change it much. But I guess just the frame in which it's presented. Yeah, is it really yeah, amplifies it the experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, the noisy guitar stuff in the outro of this track is insane. I think that's what, like, I heard that and I was like, okay. It's, like, the closest to, like, noise rock that Fishman's have gotten, I think. Like, the, no- wow. the guitar is just, like, screeching. Yeah. Do you remember? It's, like, I it's saw I, I saw um, a man darts, you know, strumming the strings closer to the nut, just sort of. The nut? You know, that's 
the part of the guitar. Like, you know how there's the headstock and there's like the nut, that's where the string is like, you just like kind of strum it there. Yeah, okay, you don't have to call it that if you don't. Anyway, it's like Fishman's Go LRD. Shut and it's great. Just shut up. <laughs> this man. The this, two Japanese this, bands. This dude's heard like maybe one LRD song. So anytime they hear like any noise in a song, they're like, wow, it's just like LRD. Anyway, Slow Days. It's anyway, incredible. No, it's it's, incredible. It shocked song. me by how much I like the Slow Days. Me too. Great. I, I want I want to hear Fishman's play Slow Days live. Yeah. I well, never will. True. Uh, well, you can. Yeah. Um, number four, huh? Right? Am I going yeah, to my number, number four? four. What you got? Sunny Blue. Sunny Blue. This is, um, it's closer to the uh, Hicksville version, isn't it? That and like the uh, Hachi the 90. And that's the, the 96 version of 96, 96 that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Blue is essentially very similar to this. Wow. Again, wonder why. Wonder why. Um, 1996 be like rock music. Uh, yeah. Long season rock music. This is well. It's just like the '96 version in that it kicks a lot of ass. It is super cool. The violin playing that like melody. Oh, oh my god! It's just. It feels so good. Oh god! I really want. I, I felt like a leather jacket had materialized onto my body, and I was about to like beat some goons up and speed <laughs> off into the night. Oh. The video too really enhances this one. Like they're yeah, going. They're wild. going off. I I was around this part of the live album. I was sort of, I'm sort of like restructuring my room right now and I was putting an entertainment system in. You know the deal. Mm-hmm. And like this song was playing and I just got this like sudden like bout of energy. And I was like, yeah. Burst of testosterone. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. just like, you know, lifting things, being like, wow, this song is awesome. It's awesome, it's incredible. So yeah, uh, perfect song, great. Wow. Cool. Um, my number four is O Slime. Oh, why you gotta do O Slime like that? This might be the best O Slime. Um, um but if, if, it, if it's tied with anything for me, it's tied with the 1996 long season O Slime, which is very similarly like hard, but in just a different way. Yeah. Um, this one's very, very funky. It's probably like the most pure like jam bandy O slime in the sense that like Shinji still calls out every member like he normally does, but they all really take like an extended solo it feels like where it's just like people like showing off. It's wild. Um, And just like the riffs are really cool. They start in the beginning and they come back in the end and it all feels like a really tight circle. This is where like the mastering felt a little different for me. Maybe just because it was the first track on the album from the video is when I listen to this on headphones like on the mega the actual file I was just like holy shit like this isn't your daddy's fishmans this is uh, this is a sexy fishmans I know my dad listened to fishmans um yeah I agree it makes 98 O slime look like some like boring shit but like I love that but this goes hard the violin part violin part's really cool violin part's really cool that's what I mean like I feel like it's it's one of those those classic Fishman's cases where I don't want to pit this up against like the '98 version of Osan because they do two completely different things and they perfect both of those things separately. So while I do think this is probably the best Osan, it is not the best. Osan. This Osan would be the the most fun to see live, I think. Yeah, he, Shinji's going off and He's just seeing crazy. all the members like solo and they're like, having so much fun. There's like you know, of course, there's like a. Like the echo put on like Shinji's voice, so he's just like yelling. Yeah. And it's just like you know, a little bit of dub, you know, oh. okay, just just to throw in a little a little bit of that dub spice. So good. It's so an good. eruption of color and beats. I love it. It's so good. What's your number three? <laughs> oh, slime. Oh, slime. There we go. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna talk about it. It's uh, perfect. It's one of the best ways to open a concert. Any version of O Slime deserves to be. They're all great. They're all great. Even O Crime on O Mountain. Fucking slaps. Yeah, um, but yeah. All right. Um, I guess I'll go to my number three then. Yeah. Yeah. My number three is Atarashi Hito. What the, the what? Closing track on this album. Okay. I am a noted Atarashi Hito appreciator. Me too. Um, and this one, you know, as far as live versions go, the only other one that we have to compare it with isn't really a live version, but it's the one on Hachigatsu, that slowcore version. And this one is a much more straightforward take on the studio track. Um, but still, it's. I feel like it's slightly more dubby than the one on Kuchu Camp because there's a oh, delay on everything. Yeah. yeah, the drums have that classic like scratch parry like dub echo yeah. sound. Like they got that like squelch to them. Yeah, so it doesn't like the one on Kuchu feels very strange. This one feels a bit more just like traditional, but I don't know. It's more fun. It feels more optimistic. It takes it takes the mystery out of the original. 
Atarashihito and like brings in a little more like like a calming atmosphere. Yeah, it's a it, really cool closer yeah. to the in lieu of like playing long season. Yeah, I would want to hear this. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I don't know if I prefer it to the studio version. I think they're it's very so different. They're very different. Although if I didn't want to feel like shit, I might listen to this one. That's what I mean. <laughs> if I wanted the same musicality, but I wanted to feel good. Yeah. But I, I still feel good when I listen to the. I don't know. The, it's just an awesome way to close out the concert. Yeah, it feels like fuller and more colorful than the yeah. studio one. In a weird way, I don't know. Like, that's so odd to me because that studio track was one where I wouldn't even really know how they would pull it off live. But like, it works. I instead of it feeling like I'm on the like edge of sanity, like totally tripped and blissed out in the middle of like a parking lot, I feel like I'm in that exact same state of mind, but in like a really nice couch. <laughs> That's yeah. the difference. Like they, they both yeah. kind of like evoke the same imagery, but they're both, huh. you know, they're very different. Huh. Yeah, great track. All right. Um, what is your number two? Yeah. Yeah. Slow days. Slow days. Slow days. Yeah. I don't have much more to say. This is. I felt like we were gonna run into this problem where one of us were gonna we're, we're gonna like name a track, talk about it a bunch. And then our top fives are very similar, just in different orders. So now when the next person goes and like that song is later on in their list, I don't have anything to say about Slow Days. Yeah, and great. I also don't have anything to say about my number one track because I just... After Ashihito. Yeah, there that's what go. I mean. So what is, your, right. what is your number two? My number two is Sunny Blue, which we already talked about. Um, we really, we only have one track difference between our list. That's and, the same person. And, and I already know what it is. It's Sunny Blue, yes. Wait, and your number one? No, my number two is Sunny Blue. Okay, that's what I mean. Okay, okay I know your number that. one, but let's talk about So, the only thing I didn't say was, like, um, I like the placement of it in this track list. It's, like, right near the middle. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've got to bring up my, my boys, Gorillas again. Well, There's um, a common theme. It's not in every Gorillas album, but, like, in a lot of them, they have, like, a really noisy track near the middle. And there was some interview with Damon Albarn where he said, like, I believe every album needs to have, like, a punk song in the middle or, like, something, like, just what an is energy. What Days, then? It's White Light, but it's, like, near the end. I was going to say, because yeah, oh it, does, it doesn't always end up, like, right in the middle, but, like, they all have, like, one really energetic cut. And that extends to, like, Blur albums, like, um, Bank Holiday off Park Life. But um, that Sunny Blue kind of functions this way here. Like, everything is really high octane, but Sunny Blue is, like, right in the middle. Like, they yeah. could have opened with this. It just feels like a great, like, energy reset. And, um... I don't know, like, I don't really listen to a lot of, like, loud rock music or, like, guitar music. Yeah. So I don't know should. why I connect with this version of Sunny Blue so much, but I think it's just the placement. Like, something about it just hitting in the middle of a Fishman set. Also, I feel, like so you're, yeah, I feel like you're more open to that style of music when it's a band you like doing it. Yup. <laughs> um, all right. And then my number one is Wasurei Chao Hito Toki. A good song. Really, a very good, really good song. Really cool That's to see it here. Away from here. It's one of those orange cuts that like I had never heard live before hearing it here because yeah. it's not on any other Fishman's live album. Even though it's like a quite popular song nowadays on Spotify and like one of my personal favorite Fishman's tracks. Well, to so, be fair, they weren't taking that to account. I know. Like, I'm just saying, like, out of all the Fishman songs that don't have like a live version on one of the oh, main okay, albums, yeah. like this is one that like the people need. The people need a live Wasurei Chow. Um, and some of the more like produced aspects from Orange are gone. Like that zany synth that plays throughout has been replaced by guitar, so it's a little different. But um, it's so groovy. The vocals here, I think this is Shinji's best vocal performance on the track. And he's also just yelling at the very end. Like he's crazy. Um, the very the song ends with him saying, "Wasurei uh, Toki, woo, darts, thank you." I, I do like remember that. that, yeah. Great moment. <laughs> and one of many moments on this album where Shinji just says somebody's name or just yells. <laughs> Woo, darts. Thank you. <laughs> darts like, just like, you're welcome. Darts kicked ass. Um, but it's just so cool. It's like I feel like it's a little more psychedelic than the than the album version, and it really goes for it a little longer. Like, uh, I don't know. It just it made me feel good, and I didn't expect it, and it was felt the freshest. On this album, it felt I like admit, it, yeah, I, epitomized I, the energy of this album. Yeah, and I remember, I, th I know I had seen the song on the track list, but even when, like when it came up, like when he said the name and they started playing it, I was like, wait a second. Like, oh yeah, that's a Fishman song that they could play live. Yeah, I was like, I didn't realize they, they could do that. Is that legal? 
Yeah. It is. Um, so before we're done with this, let me briefly look at this track list again, because there are 18 songs and we only talked about- Can I just say, what was the track? Seven of them? I, I want to make sure we're not forgetting anything. What was what track, Chris? I remember, like, someone else other than Shinji was singing for I think it was Motobi was, like, singing. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe I maybe I misremembered, but I could have swore there was somebody else I doing mean, um, those, but... Really good smiling days. Um, I don't care for live day you'll be no Yoru, but like it it was good. Um, yeah, th this one was a little I was like yeah, Really yeah. good Zutomai. Um, baby Blue, Live Baby Blue is always fun to see. That's another one I feel like we don't get a, enough live versions yeah, and that, of. Yeah, this on. version is really good. Really that's one of the ones that's on Spotify. Um, you know, and Go Go Around This World is really fun. Ikaret's a baby. Like, th th the cool thing about having a set list this long is, like, I feel like you don't really miss out on anything. Like, they have all their hit tracks. There's no Mount Titano, which is interesting. Not, is there any Kingmaster? Aside from Doyobi? No? I think that's it, huh? That's strange, because you would think if they're playing Doyobi, they'd play yeah. But I feel like you get most of the hit songs, and you get, um, some deeper cuts, like, with Surrey Chow, and, like, some weird things. But, um, you know, Night Cruising, there's a really good Night Cruising, obviously. Oasis. Oasis, episode. I was originally going to put that in my top five. It's a very it's good great. version of Oasis. I love replacing those, like, synth horns with, uh, or I guess they're not real. Shinji, or the synth horns. But uh, Hanzi playing the melody on violin. And a weird callback to um, Chappie Don't Cry, but I kind of love the version of Chance on yeah, this album. No, this it goes version... hard. Like, it's, the, it's my favorite version of Chance. Um, I don't think it holds a, a candle to the original, but it is awesome to see Shinji in his little cornet. Yeah, playing it sucks. Yeah. So I think it's just the greatest one of songs. Like, out of all the set lists on any of these albums, like, I would not be complaining if I went to Fishman Show and they played all this. Even if, even like, if they didn't play Long Season, but they, I got, like, 18 tracks live, I would be so happy. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, you know... Yeah. I wonder when you realize <laughs> in the show things. that they're not going to play Long Season. Like, you keep waiting to hear it, and then, like, you realize that they've played, like, maybe one too many tracks to still fit it in, and they just keep playing tracks, and with each new track, you're like, woo, that track, but inside, you're like, oh. Yeah, I, we're probably not getting it. <laughs> to be fair, wasn't this before the release of Long Season? This was, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, wait a second, I guess I Did never Did they play Long that. Season at every show after Long Season came out? There must have been shows when they didn't play Long Season. That would have been disappointing. This at least makes sense. Yeah. But that would be really disappointing, because you'd be like, well, I really like Fishman's, but, like, I have to go. It'd be funny if they, like, long opened their show with Long Season and then just played, like, Everyone would five leave. or six funk songs. Everyone <laughs> like, would just be what? like, I... Because it's like, we, we talked, I don't know if we talked about this when we talk about 98, but it's like, after you play Long Season, I can't listen to more music. It's like, yeah. if they were to play that first, I'd be like, I don't want to hear this. Do you think 98 would be a worse album if Long Season was the first song? Or it goes like, Oh Slime, Long Season, and then the rest of the track list is normal and it ends yeah. with Yurameki? It would be worse. I guess not Yurameki. Um, it. it would be worse. Be worse? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, all the songs would be like the same quality, but it would feel so. <laughs> it would feel so wrong. Uh, like it, it would still, it would still be a really good album, but like it would not hold the same weight. Hmm. I don't think. But yeah, yeah sequencing is very important. But it is interesting. Out of the live albums that we have, there's the ones that don't have long season, and they're just like fun live albums. And then there's the two with long season, and they feel like. And this is like in between because I think it's really good without long season. Yeah. So overall thoughts on this album for me. As much as I enjoyed it, and I really do enjoy it, like, for one, I think it's better if you watch the video, um, just because, like, the video's fun to watch. I like yeah. it. It's on YouTube. You, watch you, it. If you want to see Shinji at his most and, unhinged. I don't think this album has its own unique identity. Like, um, I'm glad that it exists in the sense that, like, they played so many songs and we can hear live versions of songs where we, like, couldn't easily find them otherwise. But, like, I, I really do agree with you, Chris, that since this is from 1996 and so is 96 Long Season, like a lot of the renditions of songs like Sunny Blue are like essentially the same on both albums and they're playing like the same tracks. So it's really like, I, I can't differentiate between the two albums. I do think 96 Long Season is better. Oh yeah, I think this one's better, but like it's apples and oranges. Or yeah. Not, or what's the opposite? No, because that's when two things are different. It's like yeah. they're so similar, it doesn't really matter. Apples and apples. Apples and apples. Apples and pears. Um... <laughs> I, I hate to be that guy because like it seems like we're talking a lot about this album like in the shadow of long season but it is true like because they play long season at 96 long season <laughs> that that automatically it's elevated it. yeah and yeah. like I hate being like wow they didn't play long season at the show when they couldn't have they released <laughs> it but it's just still like we still talk about it yeah 
So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like this one doesn't have its own lane. Um, it's cool that they released it. Like, I would I would love it if Fishman's could just release a remaster of, like, every live set they did, just for the sake of, like, mm-hmm. having a variety of songs to listen this to. This is a good concert for them to... Re- I think this is a great... Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, with this one, I'm not really so sad that it's not on Spotify because I think in the future, like, I'll probably just seek out these five tracks that I mentioned as songs that I want to listen to. I'm never going to sit down and listen to this whole album again unless I'm, like, watching the video with someone. That is true. This is not, like, kind of like Oh Mountain where the whole, listening to the whole album is fine. It's a really good album. It's, like, near perfect. Yeah. But I don't ever think, like, wow, I can't wait to do a listen through of Oh Mountain. Yeah. There's a lot of great tracks on this. I don't know if I ever... If anything, a lot of their performances are so good in being, like, so close to the studio versions that, like, I'm just going to listen to the studio version. Like, you know what I mean? They don't, they're not doing a lot different here. Thanks, Spotify. Except for Slow Days, that shit's better than the studio version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the songs we talked about, yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, so, in my opinion, it's not a particularly interesting album. It's cool they released it. I want more. It's, like, the platonic ideal of what a Fishman's live set should be. Just, like, yeah. here's all the music. Without long season. They play, you know, and just the variety. Like, this is really, like, funk rock Fishmans or, like, funky Fishmans. But they also have some, like, quieter shit. They have some dubby shit. Like, it's a good encapsulation of, like, everything they do. It's a... If you're going to take anything away from this episode and the album, it is a very, very good Fishman's live set. I would it. It is, like, it is closest to what you would get to, like, at a Fishman's live show. Yeah. Without long season. Remember that. But... Like you said, platonic ideal of a fisherman's mm-hmm. life set. And that's what As I really appreciate. An album, I would give it like an 8 out of 10. As like a show, I would give it like a 10 out of 10. It's perfect. Uh, I would give it a 9 out of 10 as an album, but I would also give it a 10 out of 10 as a live show. Nice. It's great. I think <laughs> I think the main reason it like bumps like from an 8 to a 9 is, I don't know if, like well, I guess the video would include that, but um, the banter. Oh, yeah. That, that's Shinji's energy. Yeah, yeah. But... So cool. uh, either way, uh, fantastic regardless. So that's happening. Go check it out. Um, I know there's the three singles on Spotify. Obviously, you can go watch the video, and it's 2005 quality, maybe not remastered on YouTube. And then if you want to find it online, there are ways to find the new version. Or you can acquire your CD from Japan. I mean, they're selling a ton. I saw photos on Twitter at, like, Tower Records and stuff of just a huge, like, cases of the CD. So there should be ways to get it soon. But I would definitely check it out if you like Fishman's. And, um, yeah, keep an eye out on the movie. I'm not sure when it will find its way online, but we're really excited. Um, This episode was originally supposed to be a kind of career overview of Fishman's Plus, going through all their music, but um, we did not have time. I am currently moving, in the process of moving to Illinois from Arizona, so there's a lot going on. in the process of not that, but I'm still pretty busy in my own So, you know, that episode's still coming out, Fishman's Plus. We're going to find some time to listen to all that soon, because that's very new for us, and also hopefully watch the movie. But um, yeah, we Until are then. we are still making the podcast, and this album seemed important enough to talk about briefly to bring us out of our slimy little caves in which we've been dwelling. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, stay fishy. Um, tell us in the comments or wherever I don't know where you listen to this shit. But um, <laughs> tell us if you uh, like this album. Maybe we're wrong. I, I saw some people online saying that this is the best Fishman's live album. I and, like. I could see why people would say that. Maybe if this is the kind of Fishman's that you like. If there's, I mean, I I would never go against somebody's saying that any Fishman's live album is a favorite because like I get it. So if this is your favorite, it's your favorite, and that's awesome. It's not mine though. What if somebody said that O Mountain was their favorite? Would you be okay with that? I'd be okay. Yeah, I don't. First off, I'm okay because they're not me. They can like whatever uh, albums they want. And second, yeah, because it's an awesome album. Yeah, okay. You're valid if you think that opinion. Thanks for the patronizing sentiment. All right. We're going to end it on that patronizing sentiment. Um, stay fishy. Stay y'all. fishy. Thank you. <laughs>